Got a follow-up story on the homeless man who got $400,000 from the GoFundMe. JFK Airport quarantined with a flight from Dubai. President Trump claims he has hundreds of pictures of Robert Mueller kissing James Comey. Uh, man sexually assaults a dead beaver. All that and more on this week's edition of Generation of Oblivious. Still working on intro song. It'd be better if we had a song. That'd right, be right. more impactful. <laughs> I may just steal one and put it on there. <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers need Jesus or something. No. No? Just go in there dry? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, we've got a lot to cover. It's been a busy, busy week. Well, let's start, as we do always, in retail. Retail, retail, retail. Do you have any fun retail stories? Uh, not so much fun as just irritating people. Irritating? Yeah. Well, I have sad, mm -hmm. I have goofy, and I have just plain weird. Okay. So, we can... Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll slab them all right on. <laughs> just make a good sandwich out of that. Had a um, lady come through and pay for an order in the drive-thru. $70 in quarters. Damn. Those quarters weren't rolled. Oh, fun. They were in collector's books. What? <laughs> yeah. You know the state... <laughs> you know the state collector's yeah. books? Those. Good night. <laughs> Why? I quote, I need my medicine. Just a sad sign of our country for us. <laughs> some little old woman, I'm guessing, had to do this. Full disclosure, it wasn't all quarters, it was some half dollars. Right. The worst part, or the funniest part, I don't know. Forty dollars and half dollars, so eighty half dollars, or pure silver. Dang. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. How old was this woman? I don't know. I didn't see. I came in on the okay. ass end of it. I don't know a lot about one thing. I know a little bit about a lot of things. And one of the things I know about is, like, coins. Just, like, what years are silver, what aren't. Like, right. what are good years, you know. Um, and I don't I don't collect, like, I don't go out of my way to collect coins. But if I find a cool coin, I'll keep it. Mm -hmm. uh, like, I have a, um, like, a 19, it's either a, it's 1930s, 1940s German quarter. And it's a Nazi quarter. It was pressed when the Nazi regime was in power. Uh, right. Which I kind of, historically I find cool, not that I'm a Nazi sympathizer right. or anything, but I don't condone what they did by any means, but that's a, that's a kind of a cool thing to own. Um, just, I think it's kind of cool, and it's, I mean, it's been around since the 30s. I mean, think about how many, like, think about the journey that that coin took from being from pressed. And error. Yeah, but it was pressed in Germany at somewhere, so... You know, right. some Hans Gruber motherfucker has this has this nickel, and this nickel travels the world and comes to the United States, and then it ends up in my hands. Like to me, that's crazy. Like that's that's just a weird. Right. I get you. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, seventy dollars in quarters, in coins. Shouldn't say coins. Damn. <laughs> that's insane. A short one. I'm walking past an aisle, 
and I do a double take, and I give my boss the come over here. Mm-hmm. And he goes, what? And I said, that lady. And he goes, yeah. And he's a tall guy, so he can see over the aisle, and he can see the top of her head. I said, that, that lady. He goes, yeah. I said, her whole ass, her whole ass is hanging out of her jeans. And he comes around the corner, and he, he looks, and he's like, by God, you are telling the truth. Whole ass. Like, imagine a push-up bra. Mm-hmm. And then, the, and then the titties falling out of the push-up bra. So, when I say whole ass, like, compare it to a boob, the nipples are out. Now, like, she could have been pooping on the floor. That's how much ass is out. Right. I think the hole was covered. Oh. <laughs> so, not quite a poop cast yet. <laughs> no, I don't, I think the, I think her pants would have caught it, but whole ass out. Squatting down, looking at poster board. How much. do you not know your whole ass is out? Maybe that's a feature that she wanted. You're shopping with your son. People aren't bright. <laughs> a girl that works for me, mm-hmm. and she listens to this podcast, she's one of the 17. Right. <laughs> she's one of the 17, so she'll probably laugh when she hears this. You know who you are. She helped a porn star print off her 8x10s because mm-hmm. she was going to go to a porn convention. And this porn star comes into our store, prints off her 8x10s. I use the term porn star loosely. Right. Porn actress comes in, prints off her 8x10s with her 9-year-old son in tow. And she was discreet, though. Like, she hit up this girl and she goes, hey, I'm printing these pictures. Uh, they're of me nude. Uh, Tastefuls. Yeah. They were, I mean, so my employee right. stands by. And another kid walks by and he sees them coming off the printer. I mean, he's like full wood, like, <laughs> and so she's like taking him and flipping him over so nobody's ogling this, this porn star, porn actress, but this lady's got whole ass out. Mm-hmm. I, people aren't smart. It goes back to the, but this would be the same lady, your whole ass is out. And this is going to lead right into another story that I have. Mm-hmm. So, and this, this has happened this has happened to the place that you've worked. Right. I can hear your pants. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know. I was like, what is that? Oh. Oh. You've, you didn't work there at the time. Right. But this story, if this story hasn't continued, it's on you to bring it back. Because mm. this is fact, and I know it's fact. And people can vouch for the fact. I'm going to say a name, and it's an ambiguous name, but you'll know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You can talk to Tracy. He's you know, a, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't need to put a don't need to put a sexual qualifier on that. Talk to Tracy; he can verify the truth of this story. Mm-hmm. She, this this worker, placed to be left nameless. <coughs> this worker didn't have whole ass out. She had partial she had partial crack out. Okay. Got jacked off on by a homeless guy. While I know the story. You know the... Okay, good. Story lives on. Story lives on. This It's one of my favorite stories of all time. It, and if I'm not mistaken, she did not accept the offer to go home and change. Nope. Yep. That's right. That's, that, that's a baller move, though. 
No. Too yeah. much is gross and unsanitary as shit. It's on your clothes, not on your skin. It doesn't matter. It's there. You're going to know it. It's going to eat your self-conscious. Not really. Mm-hmm. That's gross. So, for those of you listening who don't know, I guess... Okay. Employee working overnight, bends over, ass crack out, homeless guy comes up, and not only... This guy's like a masturbating superhero, or masturbating supervillain. <laughs> Comes out, gets his piece out, and not only does he achieve erection, I'm thinking he was around the corner working it up, but comes around, she bends over, he comes around, and he batches on her back. Full batch, like Peter North style, shoulder, back, and a little bit on, on the, the lower back of this person's clothes and runs off into the night never to be seen again never caught but batched on this lady's back and she was like ah calls the manager dude just came all over my back and was like what dude just jerked off all over me are you okay yeah do you want to go home and change no now i don't know of anybody that's that's a dedicated worker. The, for the love of the almighty dollar, you just take a batch on the back and you're you're gonna grind out. And granted, it was only a couple hours. So any, <laughs> you disagree? You would have oh. went. You would have went. But you're not dedicated, my man. Like when I say dedication, I'm gonna have to bring that story back to talk about the dedication of employees. There's That's an no dedication enough for that. There's just so much not giving a shit is what that is. <laughs> How beat down on life are you where you don't care? That's exactly what that is from <laughs> that woman. I, I don't care. I'm going to wear my <laughs> my real tree camo hat and I'm going to go back to work with spunk all over me. <laughs> like an old splooge. He frosted me like a cake, and I'm just going to stay at work. <laughs> anyway, so whole ass out. In this day and age, Salty where you've got franchise quarterbacks, elite athletes being suspended by the NFL because they grabbed some side boob on an Uber driver, in a bit of fun, you know, you, you, there's, you start fucking around with guys... Or girls, you get in a friendly nature. Mm -hmm. Some side boobs going to get grabbed. It's going to happen. This guy's suspended for three games. This woman's whole ass is out. And if a homeless guy would have ran up and cranked one off on her, mm -hmm. could you blame the homeless guy? Because this is going somewhere. Because I have a so story. Much stupidity on both sides of that. Well, it's not. The homeless guy isn't stupid. Say you're homeless. I mean, Say you're one of the Ronald Reagan crazy homeless that got kicked out of the hospital. That your government doesn't, your country doesn't want to take care of you anymore. You crazy batshit motherfucker. Go out on the street and get your life going. So he's out on the street seeing cartoons. I don't know what crazy people see. I don't know how they think. I would love to know for just half a second because I think that'd be fascinating. But this crazy dude, he walks into a store. Come stumbling around. There's a woman looking at poster board. Whole ass out. You are homeless. You haven't seen titties since 1988. And you get full wood and you just grab it and you hose her down. Your whole I ass was out. I can only do 
has put myself in that situation, and I could not ever bring myself to do that. <laughs> I can't. I can't imagine a scenario that would cause me to go down that path. And it wasn't a badass. Like, don't think it's like a 400-pound lady with with her whole ass out. No, no, no. I'm just I saying mean, this in general. I cannot picture myself ever in such a desperate need that I think mentally I would break down to the point of doing this. Right, but you're not an insane homeless person. That's what I'm saying. Like, I can only picture myself. I can't go down that path because I'm not. Well, speaking of homeless people... Uh-huh. And their ravenous sexual appetites. I think there's a... There's a market for, uh... Sexual... Uh, for homeless sexuality. Uh-huh. Maybe we can corner the, the homeless porn market... I don't know. Maybe we should just approve prostitution only for the homeless. Can we get that on the red wave but then agenda? When would you qualify as not being homeless anymore? When you have a home to go to. I mean, that's a slippery slope. Could be literally a shed that you retrofit. What's wrong with living in a shed? Oh, I'm just it's saying a, it could yeah. be a shed that. If you you're like, if you're bubbles from the trailer park boys living in a shed, you got a toilet, you got a hot plate, you got a roof over your head. Because Greenland's been doing that, been retrofitting small sheds to make them houses. Okay. The 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 headline caught my eye, so I had to I had to read and I had to deep dive. Washington man sexually assaults injured beaver as woman tries to save it. <laughs> what? I left that little. Yeah. So. And we all know the, the, the female genitalia has been called beaver before. Yes. So, of course, my mind... Did not go to that. No, but, you know, I read things a certain way. You know, sometimes I walk past something and a word pops off. And I'm just like, oh, what's that? You know? And so you can't put sexual and beaver woman in the same sentence without my mind going to a certain place. So, again, headline, Washington man sexually assaults injured beaver as woman tries to save it. Now, I'm not a journalist, right? And then this wild homeless man, because that's how I read it. Like, there's a beaver on the side of the road, like, gimping along, like, oh, my leg. Oh, Norbert, my leg. That could also just mean that she was trying to save it, and he was still trying to... That, that is valid as long as she was like, give me that beaver, quit sexually assaulting it. And he was stop like, no, it, I'm almost done. Like, if that's what happened, that bad, that's valid. Get out of here, pirate. Blue wave! Am I getting the finger? No. <laughs> okay, so the way I read the article is, this woman is, you know, Norbert the beaver gets hit by a car is limping off, and she's like, oh my god, and she's trying to catch this beaver, and she gets a hold of the beaver, and she's, like, she rolls it over, and she's putting a, a tourniquet, or, or some sort of splint on its leg, and this homeless man comes in, and slides in, dick out, and just penetrates this beaver. Or with a finger, I don't know. <laughs> that's how, the, but that's not, world. but that's not the, Wow, that's a toothy blowjob. Okay, so <laughs> Kennewick Police Department said in a police statement that officers responded to Columbia Park late in the evening of Labor Day, on Labor Day, for a report of a transient male having sexual contact with a wild animal. 
They detained Richard Martin Delp, 35. That's how old I am. Mm-hmm. So just like last week, 40 and chubby, nearly 40 and chubby. Now I can picture myself, because I'm a hairy dude, I look mildly homeless, who was found to be in possession of suspected methamphetamine. Okay. Okay. According to KXLY, a woman saw a driver run the beaver over. So this is, we're going to do a Quentin Tarantino flashback. Woman driving. Beaver hit. No! She pulls over. She... Beaver is alive. Again, you stop... This this story could have ended with... Woman also hit by car. Transient male fucks dead woman. Right. Okay. She pulls over. She wraps it up in a towel and rushes home for a box to aid the injured animal. Mm-hmm. Why not just pick the beaver up, put it in your car, and take it to a vet? You're already there. You're going to go home. Right. The logic there was not great. I guess part of my mind, I assume this was on an interstate, but I'm guessing this is probably just a side street. Maybe in a neighborhood. Road, near a lake. Okay. I've ran over a beef before. I don't lie. Yeah. Okay. And this is... This woman, she's now... Like, I don't know how old she is, but she's part of Generation Oblivious now, because... When she returns a half an hour later, so you see, you see a beaver get ran over, you pull over, you wrap it in a towel, and you're going to go home and get a box? Are you driving a Lexus? What are you doing? Is it a B&W? What are you driving that is so nice that you can't get beaver blood on it? So you're inclined to stop, but you don't want to get your car dirty, so you're going to go home and get a box that's 15 minutes there and 15 minutes back. So that's half an hour later. Oy vey. She returns half an hour later when she saw a man lying next to the beaver with his pants unzipped. So he's doing that side action. He's the big spoon. Yeah. want to be paddled a little bit. The Tri-City Herald reported that the woman told police she wanted to take the, be- the beaver to a vet. No shit. Take it to a vet. Don't stop and get a box. Right. What are you... Oh, my God. At first, she thought the man was trying to help the beaver. Here. Let me stop the bleeding with this. In and out. Breathe in and out. <laughs> Lung compressions from the bottom. <laughs> uh. Maybe it's one little paddle Then she realized what was going on. By the time the police arrived, the beaver was dead. Uh, Delp was arrested on charges of first-degree animal cruelty. Why has it got to be first-degree? It should be second or third. He didn't run the beaver over. Right. He was just... The, the, the dying beaver was in the wrong place at erection time is what it was. <laughs> So he's booked in jail without bail. Yeah, because he's homeless. Uh, both charges are felonies for first-degree animal cruelty. Punishment can be up to two years in jail and a $1,000 fine. He can't pay it because he's homeless. Uh, he And he can no longer own animals. They're taking that right away from him. Okay. 
Responding to the police statement on Facebook, Lori L. Gusenhofen. Okay. So now, now, this isn't an animal expert. This isn't a drug uh, rehab specialist. This isn't a psychologist. This is a Facebook mom on the Facebook page of Columbia City. Mm -hmm. Drug abuse is obviously the gateway to demon possession because nobody in their right mind would have sexual relations with an animal. Becky Holden Oak wrote, This is scary, with innocent people of all ages in the park. Okay, so now we know there is a road by a park where a beaver was struck. Okay. Just makes me sick. May this man get the proper medical psychological evaluation. This is a man that needs treatment, not just time behind bars before released back into our community. Fortunately, this is America where we don't have any. Yeah, you gonna pay for that treatment, bitch? Huh? Huh? Why don't you get Mr. Delp some treatment? Why don't you just jerk Mr. Delp off once a day and maybe he's not gonna go tearing into the first open hole he finds? Sounds to me like you're trying to bring up a dolphin experiment. (laughs) Those ones no, down. it's it's my charity. Hand jobs for the homeless. Mm. Alright. It just you're not gonna get a job, it's not gonna be a good day for you, but at least you're gonna get a hand job. Hand jobs for the homeless. Uh where do, I lost my brother. Oh. Darcy fuck. Darcy Sherman urged people to think of the beaver. I'm thinking of the beaver. So is Mr. Delp. He was thinking of the beaver when he was balls deep in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a pointed conversation. Fuck you, Darcy Sherman. Those of you making fun of this are no better than the man that was arrested. It's the same immoral frame of mind. The beaver was hit by a car, and from what I read, he began to sexually assault the poor animal while it was still alive and in tremendous amounts of pain before passing on. Don't assume the beaver didn't have a good time. (laughs) Fuck you, bitch. This is funny. You've got a man off his nut. Either he is meth out of his gourd. I've never done meth. I really don't want to try meth, honestly. There are things in life I want to try. Acid, peyote, you know, um, that other one. Okay. DMT. I've done shrooms. Oh. Uh, DMT. I want to do some DMT real bad. Um, what's that one you do down in Peru? Got no clue. Anyway, sorry. Different topic for a different day. But this guy's off his nut on meth. Has pissed his life away. Assumingly. Or okay, let's just, not pissed his life away. He Fuck would rather he would rather be high than have a house and a job. And that's what it boils down to. Oh, that guy. Okay. Yeah. The homeless man, Mr. Delp. So, I don't think meth makes... Meth doesn't make you extremely horny. And meth doesn't make you hallucinate. So, I don't think he was high on meth. Okay. This is... I mean, this is just me, like... In doing a breakdown, because Darcy Sherman and Becky Holden Oak and Lori L. Gusenhoven, these are just 
white bitches in Washington. They are not putting their self in a time and place. Mm-hmm. They don't know what it's like to be a dude and extremely horny. I mean, to be fair, there are countries where women can marry animals. Yeah. Famously, there's that one woman who's married to a snake. There's a woman married to the Eiffel Tower. There's many women married to the Eiffel Tower, and they grind on it. And you know what? I'm not mad at them. Good for you. So don't assume that the animal was still alive when Mr. Delt put his dick in it. I don't, I'm mad at Darcy Sherman. I'm going to go on Facebook and I'm going to find Darcy Sherman. And I'm going to have words. Just make sure it's the right one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, no living thing deserves that. It is not funny. It is not a laughing matter. It is, though. It's only funny because the, the, the had the headline read... But the fuck with the head. The headline reads, it reads that a woman. I thought a woman was holding a beaver, and a homeless man jumps her and fucks the beaver. Right. Just, it should. There's no way to write. It's too long of a headline, and it's a weird story. Homeless man fucks dying beaver is a weird story. Mm-hmm. Just don't write it. It's weird. Right. Because you're gonna get made fun of. Assault on mammal while woman tries to save it would be slightly better. But again, she... I mean, that's a long headline still. How Homeless man fucks towel-wrapped beaver <laughs> while woman is out trying to get a box. There are too many pussy euphemisms in this story for it to not be funny. <laughs> a woman getting a box for her beaver. Bloody beaver. Towel-wrapped bloody beaver fucked by homeless man. <laughs> many things. Do not criminalize me for having a strange sense of humor. Comedy's the spice of life, Darcy Sherman. How dare you? Raina Hancock Rigby wrote, who appeared to know the suspect. Oh, she knew Mr. Delp. Raina Hancock Rigby, who appeared to know the suspect, was sympathetic. She responded, yes, this is horrific. Yes, it is animal abuse slash cruelty. But I hope he gets some mental help in jail. No, he's not. Sorry, Raina. We bought him, bitch. <laughs> he's going to be the beaver. <laughs> this, he looks like a lady. This man has been on the streets for so long and had a very rough life. He's 35. So how long is, is long? Right. It's a matter of perception, isn't it? And had a very rough life when he was younger. He has suffered major mental health issues since prior to his drug use. So I hope he doesn't fall off another... Fall through another crack in the system. Oh, no, no, no. There, it's not a crack. It's not a crack, Reyna. It is a goddamn gap. It is... And it's not there by accident. It's there to make sure that the industrial complex keeps getting more people in jail. In the words of Elon Musk, it's a pit. Joe Rogan interviewed Elon Musk, and he was talking about building a tunnel. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's not a tunnel, it's a pit. And he just he said pit like eight times. It's fucking hysterical. Sure. But Raina, it's a pit. Mr. Delp fell into the mentally insane pit. But what do you do with these mentally insane people? 
I ask you. I don't like to just point out problems. Like, I don't like, if somebody has a bad tattoo, I don't say that tattoo sucks. I say, hey, maybe you should do this. If, if, if somebody has a stupid looking car or a dumb face, maybe you should fix your face. Your facial hair is stupid because it's uneven. Maybe you should even it out. I like to offer a solution. Mm -hmm. So what is the homeless solution? What is the homeless problem solution? Because, for my, my limited interaction with homeless people, you're one of two things. You're crazy or you're a drug addict. Mm -hmm. So, how do we help these people? Well, first, we need to just scrap our entire health system as it is currently. Because it is not designed to help any people who are unfortunate, unlucky, have lost their houses and all this. It's just not designed to help them. Right. Period. Now, if you're rich and wealthy and can afford just anything under the sun already, you're golden. You're good to go. You're never going to have a hard time in your life. And even if you do, you're going to get a good lawyer to take you out of it. Right. So you don't get anything on your record. Yep. But, yeah, we're going to have to redistribute our taxes... To actually help fund healthcare and, you know, mental health care as well. Because that's the predominant thing that everyone says we need, but they don't ever seem to want to fund. <laughs> Just period. What about, I forget the name of it, and I think Hawaii has it. Joe Rogan brings it up quite a bit. It is like a, um, it's a universal, it's a, Basically, everybody gets a living, an amount to live on. Oh, you're... <sighs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's like $13,500. It's not like, fuck you money, we're all going to live in a, in, a, yeah. in a palatial estate. But it's enough that... And, and for these people, for these homeless people and drug addicts that can't handle their shit, maybe if they were in a place and that money, they don't get that money. Right. Because they can't, they, they don't understand how to spend and use and save that right. money, but it goes to the institutions that take care of them. Right, but yeah, what you're talking about is a program that's also set up in Alaska, for example. Okay. But that's Dude. only for native born to right. Alaska, where they get X amount of money to live on every year. Right. And that has a name for the life of me. Universal base. Basic income. Universal basic income. Yeah, and that's Tag just to people. help everyone. Basically, it has two fronts. And Republicans would love this because it would get rid of stuff like, you know, WIC and yep. food stamps and all yep. that because they could just throw the money in there with that. Yep. So they can get rid of their programs that they want to destroy. But otherwise, that's what it is. It's just to be a helping hand for everyone to be a starter. But everybody so gets it. And that's, that. and that's the point. Everybody, you get it. I get it. My, my wife, your sister get it, your other sister get it, her husband gets it, or however they do, families, married people, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but everybody gets it, and that's the thing. And then, so, maybe we have a place that we send all the crazies. Let's crazy town. And maybe it's in every state. Mm-hmm but a place where they go and they are taken care of. And not like a mental institution where they go and they are locked up. Not Arkham Asylum? Not Arkham Asylum. Like, more of a, a uh, from, from Walking Dead, Alexandria. A place where they have a home. And I'm not talking lavish stuff. I'm talking your basic, 
single wide trailer, bathroom, bedroom, kitchen, dining room slash living room right. situation. Heck, there are actually pretty neat small houses that you can find. There. Yeah, but places where these homeless can go and they're taken care of and they're watched over. But they're watched over by decent people who want to watch over people. And and then a plus with this universal base income is you can afford to do a job that you want to do and you're not stuck doing a job that you don't want to do because yeah. you are making money. So if you make if, – if you get $13,500 and then you want to help these people in crazy town – and you make you know ten fifteen dollars an hour helping people from Crazy Town, right. then you have a satisfactory life, and you're not off doing something else to make more money. Right. Instead of like in this country versus, let's say France for example, where they work nowhere near as many hours as we do, oh. or have to have as many jobs. I know. I was listening to a comedian who went to Italy mm. recently, and uh, he it was just a small out of the way town, and they were so excited that they were like, why are you here? And he's like, I just, I heard about this place. I heard it's beautiful. And these, these, it was a, it was a small, like, country village kind of, like, sure. just, and they were just so enamored that somebody in there were like, well, we don't have anything. He goes, just, it's, it's just so nice here. And he goes, I want you to come to my restaurant. I will feed you personally. I own a restaurant. I, sure. What time do you want to eat dinner? Okay. And take a guess at what, what time the comedian said. Six. How about nine? Oh, okay. And the guy was like, my God, why so early? He was like, what time do you guys eat dinner? He's like, 11.30. But they have jobs. They do have jobs. It start at nine in the morning. Right. So they, but it's, it's such a relaxed, it's a much more relaxed atmosphere. And I hear about these places and I want to go there. And just to give you a retrospective how... They say it's impossible. Other countries have the exact same places. For example, Walmart. Germany. First year hires at Walmarts in Germany are mandatory X amount of vacation days within the first year. Mm -hmm. Walmart here, unless you're full-time, you don't get vacations until your first year is over. Mm -hmm. And if you're part-time, two years. Mm -hmm. It's insane. It's the same company. Yeah. They make even. They make money over there else they would not be there. I think in Germany, in certain certain industries, it's mandatory that you take a vacation like every 90 yeah. days. Heck, just to give you a better example of restaurants that are open, and these are fast food restaurants, Arby's, or Hardee's, or whatever, in, uh, what's the big one where you get pot all the time, Amsterdam? Yeah. Yeah. They're, like, fast food workers, grillers, paid like $20 an hour, and have a pension, and nice. a vacation. You think that happens in ours? In no, America? fuck you. Fuck no. You know, we're basically treated like sweatshop workers in this country. That's yeah, for I'm real. And it, I don't. I didn't. I honestly, when I, when I was uh, uh, getting these articles and kind of going through the notes of of how and kind of structuring how I thought our conversations tonight would go. I really didn't think that this homeless conversation about a man fucking a dead beaver would go, would go into universal base income. But when I heard about universal base income, it is the most common sense thing, and it makes the most amount of sense. Um, I it it just it it may it it's com it's so baffling that is that it 
that it's an option in our lives and that it's not being taken by everybody. The Who main, doesn't want $13,500? The main reason why it will be a hard press to happen for the, most of the country in the United States is because Republicans will say, bootstraps, bootstraps, bootstraps. But yet, did the rich, when they inherit all these businesses from their parents who didn't have to work a day in their life, have bootstraps? No. They got it passed down from generation to generation. I thought that was the whole reason why we had taxes proportionate to the riches, so we didn't have, you know, royalty in this country. So you actually had to work. You had to do things. But no, bootstraps only apply when you're a working or poor or middle class. If you're rich and wealthy... And again, you have lawyers for days and all these other things. Doesn't apply to you. Yeah, and there are next week. Tiers of next citizens. week, I'm going to go on a taxes rant because your boy, for second year in a row, got a letter from IRS saying that I didn't file my taxes right and they want me to pay them. Mm-hmm. They're coming after me. Last year it was seventeen hundred dollars. Okay, right. and. I don't consider myself rich, but I was able to pay it. Right. And it didn't, like, I didn't lose my car, didn't lose my house. Kind of fucked up um, me for a month or two. Now they're coming after me because they're saying I took out $10,000 in securities from an inheritance of mine, and they want me to pay $3,000. Okay, so in two years, you're coming after me. For four thousand seven hundred dollars, and yet you're letting the president and his fucking cronies fuck around with yachts and shit, and claim that they live in Sweden or whatever the fucking fuck that they're doing. Yeah, you were talking about Betsy DeVos's how her yacht that got damaged has a flag for the Cayman Islands. Yeah. So I don't. I try not to get political. And I try to assume that the government is, and the IRS, like I don't, I don't try to, bash, I don't bash the police. I don't, bash, I try not to bash the IRS. But when you come after me for, when you look at what Betsy DeVos did with those yachts, and you come after me for fucking pennies, now I'm mad. <coughs> at the same time, that boils back down to who's the ones that's running the rules right now, the cronies. Yeah. The ones that are saying, we're doing this to help everyone, but really they're only doing it to help themselves. Like how she threw in a bunch of the heads up of private payday colleges and all this to make the rules and regulations for them. That's but that'll be next week. I'll, I'll let you know how that goes, because tomorrow, on my fucking day off from work, I have to call um, the yeah, guy... No, I have to call the guy that handles my inheritance. Like, I didn't, I inherited, like, $20,000 when my grandparents died in, like, 401... I have 401ks and shit. Right. He handles that. It's, it, I don't want to say I have a financial manager because it sounds like I don't, I don't have that much money. This guy handles my inheritance. I wouldn't have a guy if my grandparents didn't die and didn't leave me inheritance. So my right. inheritance, which isn't much, but... I. I'm not going to retire, but... What you're saying is it's not an estate tax that they can get rid of. Right. Um, and if it wasn't for people harping on me about having a 401k, I'd have cashed that bitch out, and I would have bought a car, and I'd have bought some drugs, and I would have spent all my inheritance. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. So, yeah, now i got to call this guy to see what the fuck... Cause, because it was reported from his company. 
his business mm. that I took out $10,000. Probably what happened was I took $10,000 out of securities and reinvested it in a 401k or right. a money market somewhere down the line and and paperwork got fucked up somewhere. Right. But they're coming after me like I'm the fucking they're making me feel like I'm a fucking like I'm a fucking criminal. Right. And and I I take umbrage with that. That really really pisses me off. Uh and sometimes I don't have anything better to do than to make people's lives miserable. And I you you don't think I can fuck with the IRS some? I can fuck with the IRS some. But let's let's get back to homeless news, everybody. Homeless news. Okay, so the follow up Jesus, this is going to be a long fucking podcast, dude, because I'm only... We haven't even got into news on the march. The guy from last week, the homeless man that gave his last $20 right. to that lady, remember? Yeah. And he filed a lawsuit, correct? Mm-hmm. Judge orders pair who raised... Who fundraised for homeless man to testify. They went to court. The judge said, where's the money? They said it's all gone. Then he said, where did it go? Their lawyer, objection, your honor. They cannot testify against themselves because they, they they will incriminate themselves. I was going to say, is it because they're a married couple? Because they can get away with that one too. Judge says, I don't give a shit. I love this judge. While that was going on, he sent the fucking cops to their house. Raided their house. Came out with a, uh, a BMW. Johnny Bobbitt is the homeless man's name, by the way. The couple have denied any wrongdoing, but the money's gone. Um, there hasn't been an update yet on where the money is. Which are being bear bonds. <laughs> no, they spent it. But now, GoFundMe says this man will get his money. Mm. And they're also saying that, or they're going to issue refunds. They haven't decided. Right. Um, I think they might do both. They might give refunds to the people, and they might give this man his money. Right. Uh, these people are going to jail for fraud. Right. Uh, makes sense. Yeah. So, fuck them. I don't believe that they started out. I think that it started out with good intentions. I think they. I think. I think they thought like me. They're like, we're going to start a GoFundMe page, and this guy's going to get a couple grand. We'll give it to him. Fuck off. You know? And right. we'll get some TV exposure, and we're going to go to we're gonna go to bed thinking good about ourselves. All of a sudden, today's show starts calling Megyn Kelly. You're on, you're on TV. Now you have $400,000, and you're looking at $400,000, and you're looking at this homeless man. Right. And you think, fuck that guy. Drug addict, some bitch. So you take his money. Like, I could even understand, like, them having to pay for, like, a like a financial advisor to handle the money. So that way they would have to take some money out of that to pay them to take care of his money. But that's not what they did. Not mm -hmm. even a little bit. The way they set it up through GoFundMe is that he didn't have access to the money. They had access to the money. Right. Which I totally understand and I'm fine with. Just like a trust. You know, the, if you're a... If you're a born into a super wealthy family and you have a trust, somebody gives you money, you have to ask for money, and they're like, what are you doing with the money? You know. Right. Or at least until a certain age. But here's the thing, and here's where these people are different than me. Because you know what I would have done? 
I'd have bought him the. I would have rolled in a crack rock. That would whatever his drug of choice was. Uh huh. And I would have let him puff on that fucking thing until he died. And then when he died, I would have taken the money. <laughs> okay. I mean, because for because now here's what's gonna happen. And I know They're people going out to there. Jail. I know people out there listening are like, "Whoa, what the fuck, man?" No, okay. Okay, you're going to jail because you're a dumbass. But anyway, let's just say that you're 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 one of these alleged good people that are in the world that I've yet to meet. You give this homeless guy with an admitted drug problem four hundred thousand dollars. Do you know where he's going to be next year if he's still alive? On the fucking streets because he can't handle his shit. You cannot give somebody like that four hundred thousand dollars. That's why when people win the lottery, they go bankrupt in two to three years because they can't handle their shit. The rich get richer because they can handle their shit. Granted, the chips are stacked for them, and the chips are stacked against the poor people, but at the end of the day, you honestly have to look at, can you handle your shit? There's a reason why I'm not a successful filmmaker, and I wasn't, and, and I'm not a, a professional athlete. Because I can't handle my shit. I'm telling you right now, if I would have made the movie that I wanted to make when I was 22 years old, and I would become as famous as I could have been at 22 years old, I would be dead now. Mm -hmm. By drugs. I can tell you that with 100% honesty and 100% certainty that I would be fucking dead because I can't handle my shit. So you're going to give this guy $400,000 and expect him to buy a house, get a suit, get a job and live on the straight and narrow? Nah. He's going to smoke it. He's going to snort it. He's going to inject it. He's going to put it up his butt. He's going to do all this stuff. Maybe buy a car, do a little drinking and driving. Yeah. He's going to buy a car, get high, run over a family. <laughs> now, I'm not saying... Maybe a beaver. <laughs> then somebody's going to fuck that beaver. <laughs> I'm not saying that he shouldn't... He... What I'm trying to say is he should have the opportunity to do that. These people gave that money to him, and I'm so, I don't give money to homeless people in the street. I don't do it. People come knocking on my doors. Hey, can I clean your gutters for $10? No, fuck you. Go away. You're not going to clean my gutters. You're going to take my $10, and you're going to fuck off. Get the fuck out of here. I don't give money to people because you can't handle your shit. But they're out there hustling, they're trying, so if you're the type of person to give that money, you cannot give money to a homeless person with stipulations. You cannot give money to a homeless person and say, don't go drinking, don't go buying drugs or, or alcohol with this, and then get mad when they go buy drugs and alcohol with this. Right. You gave your money to them. This man should be given his money, and this man should go die of an overdose, or whatever he's going to do with it. Do I do I want him to turn his life around? I hope he can. Fucking can't. Odds are stacked way against him. And the saddest part about his whole story is that he was a veteran who served in our military. Yeah. And fucking abandoned. Mm-hmm. Because that's what our country does best. Abandon those that try and help. But also, you have to take... like you, An addict has to take responsibility for themselves. Mm-hmm. At some point, he was probably... I don't know. Maybe he was offered help. Maybe he could go to the VA and say, look, I'm hooked on whatever. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Right. But. Or at least, depending on what state you are, there's programs set up for those kind of things. Yeah. To help. 
But, and others, they don't give a fuck. What if he was a, a veteran with diabetes and homeless? Mm-hmm. Fuck him, he's dead. Sorry. Pretty much. <laughs> Is it the DC universe? Yeah, I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> I'm still middle of the fucking road. I, I swing one way where I want to help the crazy homeless people of the world, and I swing another way where I'm like, kill the homeless and steal their money. <laughs> oh, God damn it! I'm going to be homeless and crazy one day. <clears throat> There's a chance of that. You want to get into Nike? I mean, it's pretty fantastic that people are that dumb oh. to, you know, catch fire to $300 worth of shoes over a protest that they had already paid and bought those shoes instead of saying to actually help the veterans that they're claiming that this guy's against. <laughs> right. Instead of, you know, donating them, they're destroying them. And he's not against the veterans. No, he never that, has been. No, that has never been his shtick. When it came out, I was I didn't care. I thought it was funny that people were getting so upset by it. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, he's disgraceful. Just no. If here's the thing about protests, and this is what you need to learn, and this is what the blue wave needs to learn, and this is what the red wave needs to learn. Okay, there's a psychology behind protest, okay? If he wanted to disrespect America, he wouldn't even come out of the tunnel, right? No. And there's a reason. He is not given the option to not do that anymore. Okay. I don't know if you know about this. Yeah, I know about this. Okay, so you know that under George Bush, this whole... Yeah. Okay. Not a lot of people know about that part. If he wanted to disrespect America, he could turn his back to the flag. Right? Right. But that's not his point. So, he set, initially, he set the first game. And then a veteran reached out and said, dude, that's fucking disrespectful. What are you doing? And he talked back, he got back with the veteran. And he was like, I'm not disrespecting the flag. I'm saying, like, right now, there's a pro- there's police brutality against minorities. Blacks. Yeah, minorities. Thank you. Um... So the veteran said, how about you taking it? This was a fucking veteran's idea. Yeah. And this guy has been on air talking about yes. how this was his own opinion about the situation. You jawed mouth-breathing jack-offs. But because of Lord and Savior President Donald Trump said this is against the military, they've all gotten riled up and yeah. will not take the person who started or the veteran that he talked to at their own words. Right. And all that is just to back people off his own problems. Right. But, okay, here's the thing with protest. And if you want to protest the Black Lives Matter people, they block the streets. And that pisses me off. I have to commute to work every day. Do you want to piss me off? Keep me from going home on time. If there's a car wreck and traffic's backed up, I'm cussing the person that caused that wreck, and I'm hoping that they died. This is my 100, this is my honest opinion. I'm telling you honestly what I what is going through my mind when I'm sitting in a traffic jam on I can 26. understand that. And I can also understand why they're doing it. Yes. To bring attention to your protest, you have to get on camera. You're and not going to get, if you go to a, a park and you don't disrupt anything, then the news can choose not to cover you. Mm-hmm. So they have to to upset the flow of traffic. They have to get in your face. 
They have to be aggressive so the news will cover them. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what the Red Wave needs to know. If you are mad at Nike going on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and Twitch and Tumblr and Stitch and whatever and cutting your Nikes up, burning your Nikes... You're throwing your own money away. First of all, yeah, you're destroying your own product. You've already... Not your... You're destroying your own stuff. You've already paid for that product. Nike already has your money. Secondly, you are giving... Nike, more airtime. Every time, for a split, even for a split second on that screen, before that shoe goes up in flames, that swoosh is on air. Mm-hmm. And I know all these people riding the red wave, they're saying Nike stock's never been lower. Bullshit. Yeah. Go to the New York Stock Exchange and look at the Nike symbol. What's funny about that whole thing, too, as far as that goes, people don't understand that this is a multinational corporation. They're right. in multiple places. They have already done the numbers. This is two years after this whole thing began. Do you think it's by mistake that they decided to do this? No. They know they their knew audience, what the backlash was going to be. And they know their younger audience is the ones who's going to buy it, who understand what the actual protest meant. That's why right. they chose him. So, to the people protesting Nike, do you want to protest Nike? Here's what you need to do. Put your Nikes on that you already bought. Put them on your feet. Put your Nike shorts on, your Nike shirt, your Nike hat. You go out, and you go out, and you stop traffic on the interstate, and you get those news cameras on you. You douse yourself in gasoline, and you set yourself on fucking fire like those Tibetan goddamn monks did. Those guys had fucking balls. That's how you goddamn protest. You want to protest Nike? Don't take your shoes off and fucking light them on fire and throw them in the yard. Fuck you. You've already paid your money. If you want to take down Nike, do you know how to do it? Stop talking about them. Stop showing their product. Don't burn their product. Who gives a shit? Leave them in your closet. Throw them away. Don't broadcast it. You want to know what you do? You put on Instagram that you went to Foot Locker and you bought a pair of Adidas. You bought a pair of Under Armour. You bought some Reeboks. That's what you talk about. Converse. Yeah, Chucky Taylor's, baby. But that's what I'm talking about. That's what you got to do. And when somebody says... Why are you blowing up? Don't even say their name when they get on your Facebook and they're commenting. What are you, a Nike fan? Or, shit, what are you, an Adidas fanboy now? Yep. Why? Other shoe company made me mad. Don't even say their name. Don't even give them a presence online. Don't even make it, because there's an algorithm going on. Anytime Nike's talked about on Twitter, on Facebook, Google's racking that shit up. That shit is being tracked. Nike has never ever been more popular since that Greek dude ran to Marathon and screamed Nike. This shit is number two. And that, just so you know, that motherfucker had a heart attack and died. So you want to take the fire out of Nike's pants? Stop buying their stuff. Stop streaming that you're doing it. Go buy Converse. Show that you're buying Converse. Get on Twitter and talk about Converse. Make so much noise about Converse that you drown Nike out. You are you are doing the opposite of what you think you're doing. You are being stupid. The memes, which are hysterical of the... the have you seen the memes of the, the Nike ad? You've seen the ad with the Colin yeah. Kaepernick face. And, and so then it started out like they did a, like Pat Tillman's face. You know, the NFL guy that, that 
left the NFL, became an Army Ranger, went to Afghanistan, and died. His own family has told them to yeah, stop doing stop this? Stop doing it. Listen to those people. Then you got American Sniper's wife fucking piping off, talking about how Nike's atrocious. Shut your fucking mouth. They're a company. They're not people. Yeah. Stop your bitching. But you, all they're doing is driving more attention to Nike. So stop doing it. And that's what the Democrats can learn about the president. If you leave him, you want to, you really, do you really want to get in his crawl? Do you really want to piss him off? Let him tweet and nobody talk to him. Because Republicans aren't getting there. They're going, you go, Trump. Have you looked at Trump's Twitter? They're not getting on there going rah, rah, re. They're not supporting him. His Trump is, his Trump, <laughs> fuck, Trump's tweet is lit up. With Democrats arguing with him. I do love the fact that a court order judge had to tell him he had to unblock everyone from his Twitter. Because mm-hmm. he's using it as an official line. That was great. But he's still yet reluctantly blocking certain people like comedians. Right. And it's great. I love it. That's fine. And one but... of them literally blocked him in respect of being unblocked by him. <laughs> <laughs> if... If you want to be impactful, you have to think about this strategically. If you are driving, if you are retweeting Trump's stuff, if you are replying to his tweets, all you're doing is drawing more and more attention to it, and you are causing more people. You are not convinced. You and your sister are not going to convince your grandparents to, to change their vote from to not vote Trump. It's a moot point, so stop talking about it, because all you're doing is talking about Trump. If you stop talking about it, it goes away, just like Freddy Krueger. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. never going away. <laughs> Freddy feeds off the fear, man! <laughs> Donald Trump, the fact that I have said Donald Trump 57 fucking times on this podcast, and I haven't even cussed 57 times yet... It has brought more power to his name, and it is on everybody's, it's on the tip of his, stop talking about it. I mean, the biggest problem with the Democrats when it comes to him is the fact that they're just against him. They're not for right. anything. Right. As their biggest but weakness. stop talking about it. Stop going, did you hear what Trump said? And this is incredibly ironic because we have a segment on this podcast, did you hear what Trump said? I play the news on the March music. And it's, did you hear what Donald Trump said and today? what was that? No, that, but that's the thing on our podcast <laughs> that we do. And I'm telling him to not do it. But I don't give a shit. I'm Captain Oblivious. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know what this shark song that people are talking about is. And it's driving me... I don't care. You heard... I don't know. There's people on the Facebook talking about this shark song. And I'm going to shoot everybody because I don't know what you're talking about. And I think you're talking about a weird alien language. Shark song. The one Vanessa sings? Do-da-dee-dee-doo-doo. I don't know. I don't know. I think so. I don't know. I, d- 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 I know the do-da-dee-dee-doo-doo because it was on Facebook. And somebody said, if I hear the shark song again, I'm going to kill somebody. And they said, do-da-dee-dee-doo-doo. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. It's not a, it's, it's not a, somebody brought that into my world. I don't care. Just like your sister doesn't know what Gangnam Style is. No. 
Or which Not one? my wife. Ah, okay. My wife, she doesn't know what Gangnam Style is. She doesn't know what the Harlem Shuffle is. That one I can understand. Who really wants to know that? It was funny. I don't know. It, it got old fast. Uh. <laughs> I just got a text from the wife saying you're yelling. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good goddamn podcast. I'm fired up. I'm going to go fight somebody now. <laughs> but, the, but the point is, if you're tired of Trump tweeting, stop engaging him on Twitter. Don't follow him on Twitter. Don't look at his tweets. Ignore him. Block him. That will drive him nuts. I think it would more feed his ego more than anything. I, don't I think, think just ignore him. I think you're be wrong. I think you are wrong. No, because the whole reason why blocking people was blocking people with a different voice. I think you just ignored them and left them. Right. But it's the it's more. the point that you're making his Twitter so popular. No, no, like, I'm not saying engage him. Yeah, if you, if you unfollow him, and he only he has... He shouldn't have been followed in the first place. That's the But problem. that's how they're engaging him on Twitter. Like, he's still... I mean, know, how hashtags work. You see them more popular regardless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so, do the opposite. Stop making his hashtags popular. Like, he hashtag Red Wave. Last week we were talking about that's, the Blue Wave. That's never gonna happen. Blue Wave? Like, but he hashtag Red Wave. Red Wave, just like Duncan Hunter, who's about to get his fucking ass put in jail. When you say Red Wave, I think of a period. I and mean... Tampons. Right. So, but, but that's the point. Like, you want to take down Nike, stop talking about Nike. Go buy a Converse. Nike stock has never been higher. Nike stock is fucking crushing it right now. Because it's everything anybody's talking about. If you're that pissed off about it, don't talk about them. Don't think about them. Take your Nike stuff out of the closet. I'm not saying burn it. Fuck, we all need to mow our yard in something. We all got to... Donate it to a veteran. Yeah. Give it to Goodwill. Send it to... Uh, in Africa, there are kids running around with the 1995 Utah Jazz NBA champions. They weren't. They lost. So the African kids get, get the shirts. You've already bought it. you got to have oil rags. You need, you need spare towels. Wash your car with it. Dry... But stop putting it out there. Stop making it the first thing. All you're doing is you're making them more powerful. And with that... And with that... We didn't even talk about the plane that was quarantined. You didn't hear about that? Maybe vague parts of it? And that's what bothers me. Plane from Dubai. Oh, you're talking about the sick one, right? Yes. <laughs> that vanilla ice was on. <laughs> nice. Gotta love the Plane ice. from Dubai lands in JFK. The pilot radios in and <clears throat> says we have sick passengers. Probably happens a hundred times a day. Right. This is what was reported to us from ABC. This is how I found out about it. Actually, your sister, my wife, my wife, sends me a text from Reddit, a screen grab, and it says, plane quarantine to JFK. So I go on Google, and I Google JFK quarantine. ABC is the first thing that pops up, so I click on it, and I read it. It says, 100 passengers sick, 
playing quarantine at JFK. Okay. All right. CDC officials there with emergency responders. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Passengers, high fever, vomiting, food poison suspected. You don't get a fever with food poisoning, and the CDC doesn't show up with food poisoning. Right. Bye. So somebody's not telling me something. So somebody tracked the flight path of the plane. Mm-hmm. The plane had a layover in Mecca. Like, Muslim Mecca. Okay. Currently in Mecca, there is an epidemic of the flu. Mm-hmm. So they thought that it was the flu. But the CDC was there. Right. So I have to go to the BBC News to find out about this Mecca flu. The U.S. News isn't reporting about this Mecca flu. No, because why cover anything else in the world? The world doesn't exist. It's only America. But it's they are only telling us what we want to know. And it's not keeping us safe. They right. think they're keeping us safe. It's like me telling, not telling my son about... When he goes and gets a flu shot, it's not that if you get this flu bug, it can kill you because your body is small and weak. I tell him that he's going to get a flu shot so he can feel better. Or not be sick, or whatever. Sure. It, it's 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 placebo a, effect. Yeah, it's a false truth. Fuck you, I'm a grown-ass man. That's why the last election, or not, not Trump and Hillary, but uh, Barack and McCain? No. Um, Romney. Yes. Ha <laughs> ha. One of those. It was Barack and somebody. Doesn't matter. Do you know what I watched the election results on? What? The Al Jazeera network. That sounds about right. But do you know why? Because they're less biased. Yes, there was no bias. They were reporting the facts. This is in. They weren't speculating. They didn't care. They didn't care who won. Well, they cared, but they they didn't have they weren't being paid to say that somebody was winning when somebody wasn't. Yeah, my biggest thing with our news networks and being biased is that they don't tell you they're biased. Like Fox News says they're the most unbiased and like just secretly laughing biased every time they say that. Yeah, but that's for the benefit of people like your grandparents who want to feel like they're they're who don't understand they're not considered news anymore. They're considered entertainment. Right. But or CNN not saying they're for corporates and not actual people. But that bothers me because I know, like, I follow the CDC. Um, I follow CDC alerts rather closely mm-hmm. because the CDC they ran like a business. Last year, we were an outbreak away from being in, being classified as an epidemic during flu season. <laughs> Because they didn't have enough people on payroll to make enough vaccines for the flu. Right. That's fucked up. As a country, we are so greedy as a country that we can't even pay people to keep us healthy. Mm-hmm. Every year, every year we are so close to a possible global pandemic. It is terrifying. So I look at the CDC and what they do, and I monitor the CDC and what they do, because that's the truth. When the CDC scrambles to an airplane, 
there's more than food poisoning going. Don't tell me food poisoning. And I, I'm not believing the flu story either. Right. And the fact that nobody's talking about it the next day, that should be... When Ebola hit... <laughs> remember three years when Ebola hit? Right. Or was the first confirmed case of Ebola on U.S. soil? Right. That freaked me out. I went into full-blown panic mode. I started buying axes and hatchets and fire starter and uh, gallon jugs of water, powdered milk. I started buying everything to, to go underground, to bunker up. I bought a gun. And I was so crazy that I convinced your sister who is anti, as much anti-gun as they come, that we need a gun. And she believed me. But I believed to be true. Like, I thought, I thought Ebola was going to spread so far, so fast. And that's just what they told us. How close do you think we came to that outbreak scenario? Right, because they weren't prepared for it to show up here. Right. <coughs> and we dodged a bullet... But they still, they don't, this year. And the fact that superbugs are appearing, that we can't kill. Do you know that there is a flu shot that only the military get? Yeah. Not many, when I found that out, I flipped the shit fit. And and, And I confirmed it. I don't feel like I'm breaking any news here. But there is a flu shot that only the military get. That's terrifying. I mean, it makes me feel good that at least our our boys in camo aren't going to go down to the fucking flu. Side note, do you know that in the the Civil War, there was one guy, one death, attributed to pink eye? So, (laughs) back to our conversation. The CDC doesn't scramble for food poisoning. And there's a... The the big CDC's in Georgia, Atlanta. There's another CDC in Atlanta. Center for Disease Control. These people have access to flus, to to viruses, and they help create the cure for, like, they, 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 they make vaccines. They don't have the funding to make vaccines. So you, you sit back and look at the, ask the question, if how many more years until we don't have enough vaccines to vaccinate just that for a regular flu season. And I know that there are people out there that are like, don't vaccinate, don't vaccinate, don't vaccinate. Those people are stupid. Uh, and I didn't get a flu right. shot. I didn't get a flu shot for years. It's and then I got in the, then I got around people who are sick constantly, so I had to get the flu shot. It's one thing to say that you choose not to because you don't want to make your immune system weaker by keep taking them. Right. It's another thing to say that they just don't work. It's not real. Those crazy people, I can't understand their insane thought process there. Right. Just can't. (laughs) I don't know. That story bothers me. And the fact that it got buried so quick, that bothers me. Like, I'm going to go digging. Just like um, about seven, eight months ago, there was... A guy at the CDC, he was on the Ebola team, uh, former military, he was an officer in the military, he's at the CDC and he goes home sick. His family doesn't hear from him, so they call 
they're from up in New York. He's down in Georgia. They call a, a police officer to have him do a wellness check. He, it's his dad, and he said, I haven't heard from my son today, and it's highly unusual, and I haven't heard from my son in a couple days. He went home sick, and I'm just worried about him. They go to his house. His cars are in his house. His keys are in his house. His cell phone is in his house. His brand new dog that he was obsessed with, his puppy, was in his house. The man was not in his house. The man was not anywhere around. He was missing for two weeks. They found him in the river. To get to the river from his house, you would have to have an ATV. Okay. He didn't have an ATV. They found him wearing jogging shoes and a jogging pants and a shirt. I don't know how often you go homesick from work, but when you do, do you go run a trail that is an ATV trail? Wait, you said he was ex-Marine, right? Yeah, ex-military. Possibly I can understand that, for him wanting to still try and stay in shape regardless. He collected crystals. They found crystals in his pocket. Hmm. They found him in a river, dead. Right. Said it was suicide. They said, so he goes home sick from work. Mm-hmm. Puts on his jogging shoes. Runs up this ATV trail. Dives in. Stops to pick up crystals. Puts them in his pocket. Jumps in the river and drowns himself? Yeah, there's more to that. Right. People that jump off bridges that have survived. They said the last thing, the last thought, as soon as they jump. Their first thought is, I really wish I hadn't done this. But this guy was missing for two weeks. Yeah, the high, the highly suspect parts about this, and this is why I wish I wish that we were more like Britain in a way, and we had more cameras. Right. So that way we could trace people's footsteps. Mm-hmm. The, and, but then the whole story, the only reason the story gained traction was because his dad put a $10,000 reward out for him. His dad was driving the story. Otherwise, we wouldn't have heard about it. Right. And that bothers me. Because this guy went home sick. He works at the CDC around all this stuff. What could he have been exposed to? And he's found in a major river? I don't like it. It bothers me. But nobody's reporting on this stuff. Like, what aren't we being told? This is turning drastically into a conspiracy theory podcast. <laughs> I mean, at the same time that, that you're saying that, and the reason why it doesn't get media traction is because those companies aren't interested in actual stories so much as selling you things or getting you a paranoid to rile people up because that's what their sponsors want you to do. That is what our news has become today, so much as sponsor-driven media. Right. And so it's not in their interest to actually give you so stories. So you can't. I wish there was a news source that would just report the news. They used to. <laughs> there used to be a whole part of the government that made them actually have to qualify to be called Well, news. used to, you had to be neutral. Well, that's the thing. They had to prove it, that they were giving stories based on facts. Right. And thanks to Reagan and Bill Clinton both, that fairness doctor got destroyed. Yeah. And they honestly need to bring it You back. had to give both sides of the story. Mm-hmm. You couldn't be straight bias and lying it through your teeth by giving, you know... Propaganda pieces written by oligarchs or their firms that they own or colleges that they invest in money. So much as like the Koch brothers who tried to write off Medicare for all, but still proved it would save more money. 
than staying on this ridiculous system that we have right now. I think I'm going to get a job for, for, for the Coke brothers, so let's not go hard at them. No, <laughs> just no. I'm going to have to take you down for that one. Dude, if they pay me. I'm going to have to take you down, son. They pay me. Let's get this universal base income thing going, and I'm not going to... I mean, they're not going to do anything with that. That's money out of their pocket. All right, so I've got... Oh, Jesus. President Trump claims he has 100 pictures of Robert Mueller and Jane kissing and hugging James Comey. No. It's simply not true. If they're edited and photoshopped by one of his cronies, probably. The president on Tuesday told right-wing outlet The Daily Caller that he has 100, 100, one, exactly, 100 pictures of former G-men hugging and kissing each other. Insists their close relationship paved the way for the illegal investigation into his campaign ties to Russia. Trump made the bizarre assertion during a wide ranging Oval Office interview with the conservative website, which released a full transcript of the conversation Wednesday. <coughs> He's Comey's best friend, Trump said of Mueller, who's investigating possible collusion between the campaign and the Russian government, and I could give you 100 pictures of him and Comey hugging and kissing each other. It's not clear how Trump got those photos, or what does, or what he does with them. <laughs> He's jacking off. There's no way. It's probably like photographers from news media outlets have taken pictures from different angles of them at the times that they did hug or something. But it's not like a secret relationship or anything like this nature. And he's trying to spin it that way to get the heat off him again. I mean, I don't know. The Um, best thing that... J. Edgar Hoover was a... uh, I mean, he was. We all know this. He was a transvestite. But... The best thing our president could do is take the advice of a little group that I follow called Shut the Fuck Up. Just stop your talking. Stop saying stupid shit. Stop stop waking up in the middle of the fucking night in a hot sweat or cold sweat. Sweeten witch hunt fake news. But I've got another story. And this this one didn't get a lot of traction either because... Again, it really because it, nothing really happened. As long but it's not about gay frogs. You no, know, but if you look at the subtext, it's not about gay frogs. So Trump calls up because apparently, when you're the president, you can just say, "I'm going somewhere," and media just jump in vans, right? Mm-hmm. So he alerted the media. He's like, "We're going." So all the media gets in vans. He walks out of the White House. Gets in his presidential Escalade. Mm-hmm. I think it's an Escalade. I don't know. Probably a little. If, it, if it's not, no offense. It was an SUV. I, I, mean, I do know that. SUVs. That would be stupid. How many legs is? We know that. Yeah. Stretch Hummer. Driven by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ah! So. Get to the Humvee. Get to the chopper! Donald, what are you doing? So, Donald comes out of the White House... Gets into his SUV, shuts the door, waits, gets out of the SUV, and walks back into the White House. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, he's not a bright man. No, no, he probably did that to get them out of it. <laughs> but so you've got you've got 
let's just assume that the media is there all the time waiting for him to do something, which they are. Mm-hmm. So he's going to go somewhere. So is he that petty to have everybody get in the vans and load up and then get out as a joke? Or is there some is there some sort of mental dementia? Is there something I mean, mentally going on? Have you heard anything <clears throat> about the book that got released recently? Uh, no. More and more things keep coming to life that make it more and more credible about it. They even talk about how recent things that Donald Trump, of course, denies that happened in the White House have happened, and other people have collaborated saying yes and aren't denying it. Same as the, um, the op-ed that came out recently that the New York Times put out of a high-ranking official who is not fired, who's still there. And they're all not denying it's real, but they're trying real hard to figure out who it was. They, he's actively trying to get them to investigate New York Times to figure out the source. That should be more worrisome. Freedom of the press. Right. And, you know, how that works is that they always question power. That's, that's what they're there for. And he is going after that left and right, but yet, at one of his more recent rallies, he was saying... Or not even a rally. It was a meeting with Christian leaders. He said they're coming after the First Amendment right, which is ironic because he's the one doing that. Right. But then, I'm pretty sure I might have said this before, but he said, and they're coming after your faith. Yeah, yeah, Talking to the Christian leaders. And it's just ironic that he phrased it yours, not ours. But the point I'm more interested in, there has to be a doctor looking... A, an unaffiliated doctor. Let's just say... Let's, oh, there's entirely out. supposed to be an entire board. Right, but those guys are paid off. Fuck them. No, I no, want... no, no. This is, this is a board that was supposed to be assembled that they never actually put into effect. Like, this whole branch that's supposed to be... Like, the 25th Amendment is to get them out because his mental capacity is not there anymore. That had never been enacted. It's supposed to be physicians, ex-presidents, right. high-ranking government officials... And that's never been put in place, period. Like, even if he has dementia, the only way of getting him out of the White House is if Mike Pence and most of his White House staffing comes out against him. Right. That's the only way. Well, it's happened before. Woodrow Wilson had a stroke in office, and his wife was doing all the presidential stuff. Like, his wife was signing bills for him. His Mm -hmm. wife was doing this. And the press didn't... The, they didn't know, and nobody in the White House said that Woodrow Wilson has had a stroke. So technically, we've had a female president. But I'm just saying, no, there should be somebody female out there. Like there has to be somebody out there with Al Jazeera Network that uh, Dr. Drew Pinsky like, can. Somebody should monitor him because th- this isn't normal activity. And I, I get being eccentric, and your sister, my wife, thinks that she that he's just fucking around with people, and he's just on a power trip. But I think he is losing his mind. Just like Reagan, remember when it's, it's when they interviewed remember when they interviewed Reagan and asked him what he did with the weapons in Afghanistan and he said he didn't know and everybody thought he was just being stupid and like didn't want to plead the fifth, but he was really had dementia and come to find out he lost his goddamn mind. Like I wonder in a few years are we gonna figure out like what if he has brain parasites? What I mean, if like I said, I think it's a combination of the way he was just given everything in life and just bullied his way through things and it was all about him and the fact that he probably is losing his mind but if you look at 
his personal life as far as like how he does his lawyers and how he picks people, it's quite reminiscent of the mafia. Like his lawyers yeah. were mafia related. The way he always says he looks for loyalty over intelligence. Mm-hmm. That's straight up mafia behavior. Right. But um I'm looking more at how uh, like, I, I understand how he's done things. Just, oh, let me start over. Okay, a conspiracy theory, somebody has to profit, right? For a conspiracy theory, somebody has to profit. Like, it, somebody has to get something from it. So, killing JFK, we, you know, look at more war. Like, wh- look at what happened at when JFK Fine. got assassinated. Look at who profited. So then you can start building a conspiracy. So, you know, so look at it that way. So with Trump being a bully and bullying the press, you have to see what he gains from what he does. So is he doing if and even if it's for his own entertainment to make them get in the van and get out of the van once if it was if it was for him to show that he has power over them he would have done it 15 times if it was for a joke he would have done it 20 times to do it once i feel like something is slipping and if you look at his track record with his crazy tweets and some of them just don't make sense they don't benefit anybody anywhere what they say yeah. And did you hear the anonymous? Have you seen that? He 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 fumbled on the word anonymous. He was like, Anomala. And somebody did it to the Muppets. It was like, do, 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 do. Anomina. Do, 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 do. Anomalous. Do, 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 do. Mm. Fucking hysterical. <coughs> and we all get tongue-tied. Christ knows I do. I've been tongue-tied right. a thousand times on this podcast already. But look at his tweets, look at his actions, and look at him doing weird shit when it doesn't benefit anybody. And that's what we need to look at to see maybe he... he what if he's got brain worms or a, 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 a tapeworm that's no, talking I, to him? Like, I guarantee you he probably has some form of early onset dementia. Because, remember, this is the same person that thought he took an IQ test when it was literally... A dementia test. I won. <laughs> he said he got a perfect score. He literally thinks he's the most smart man in the world. And his vocabulary but, is flawless. Let me tell you, that fifth grade education. Speaking of education, and we'll end on this. Okay. Because I'm sure you've got places to be. And i got to go get yelled at for yelling and mm. keeping the kid awake and ruining the evening. Mm. So, we were looking... At work, we were looking at applications. Right. And I've hired thousands of people. Honestly, I've fired thousands of people. Um, so I've gotten pretty good. Like I can look at a resume, and there's going to be grammatical errors, and sometimes they're funny. Like one time, a lady sent in an application, and her application said she graduated high school in 1886. <laughs> So I was making joke about pantaloons and stuff, you know, 
Like, I would get to work, but I, yeah, like, how far away do you live? Or, she lives so far away from work, I was like, you know, she has to take a carriage, and it takes 36 hours for her to get to work in 30 miles. <laughs> but this person on, on, on their application, <laughs> it's under education, it says, I have no education, I have a GED. <laughs> oh, boy. <sighs> For those of you listening, your application, you gotta sell yourself. You know, you gotta come in hot. You gotta, you, you have to... At least he's being truthful. You really have to give me a reason to to want to hire you. You know, and I, I know all the tricks. I, 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 you know, the, now the, the big things, like, they want you to do bullet points. I've seen somebody, that they did a list. Instead of going across the page, they went down. Mm-hmm. So their their application was six pages long because it was like trying to make it look like I'm dependable. Enter and then it went down a space and it was like accountable down a space, you know, funny and then it just kept going down the page and I was like you could have just commented this and made a paragraph of how awesome you are. Look at this cat. These are all <laughs> my cats. So. I've enjoyed this podcast, sir. This has been fun. Um, I don't know if it's because we, we're recording a little bit earlier than normal, so I have a little bit more life in me. Right. But but I'm, I was fired up. <laughs> I, I, uh, you, you've, you've gotten me out of my shell. This ostrich has pulled his head out of the sand. You got me fired up with... Don't become a coat. <laughs> you've got me fired up with universal-based income and, and homeless city. Let's get ho- hand jobs for the homeless. Let's make it happen. This podcast was brought to you by Hand Jobs for the Homeless. You see a homeless man jerk him off. It might, it, it'll make his day. Can it's I have a dollar? No, face. I'll jerk you off, though. <laughs> you got to find that homeless man that goes, I don't want to be jerked off. That guy's full of shit. <laughs> He's not homeless. He's got a house. He's getting laid. He's got Tins. two cars in the Escalade. That's right. One of them. We got to think of a better way to wrap it up. Probably. Kind of petered out. We need to go out on a... On a big, on a big e-jack. Got a batch on that lady's back. <coughs> Go out whole-assed! <laughs>